0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Gary and Jesse Stuff Podcast. Good
1: morning, Jesse. Good morning, Gary. I am uh, relatively well. Uh,
0: Okay, that's good. Let's wrap it up. We are done here for the Gary and Jesse Talk About (laughs) Stuff Podcast. We will see you in two weeks. I hope you have a great... Okay, I'm just kidding. We're going to actually do some stuff. Uh, This is Gary from the Orange City campus of Living Water Community Church, and that is
1: Jesse from the Sheldon campus of Living Water Community Church.
0: And we are pastors at those campuses, and what we do is a little podcast every other Monday morning to talk a little bit about the Monday morning quarterback kind of thing. Mm. Um, If only that pastor would have said that, he would have been so much better. (laughs) Uh, If only they would have called that play on the goal line, then it would have actually worked, like all of those kind of things. Uh, But no, we don't actually do that, but we kind of recap what we talked about yesterday, and we try to fulfill a little bit more of that sermon, because, man, it's hard to get a sermon done in 20 minutes or so. So we give you a a couple more points that we were thinking about. We give you a couple more things to think about about those passages. We also give you a few details of what's coming up. So maybe it's a new series. Maybe it's a new sermon. Maybe it's uh, an event that's happening at either of the campuses. We're going to tell you all about that stuff and more right after this commercial break.
1: I would like to take this time to announce our sponsor for today, Bosco Chocolate Syrup, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) If you don't have enough money for Hershey's Chocolate Syrup (laughs) and you happen to be at your local farmer's market, please reach out your hand and grab a bottle of tasty Bosco's chocolate syrup for those that do not love the finer things in life. Bosco <laughs> and, chocolate syrup.
0: And we're back after that message. Is that a real? That's uh, a real chocolate oh syrup. Oh, no. Now we're going to get <laughs> yeah.
1: emails from Bosco. How dare you make Oh, that? it's a fun fact about Bosco <laughs> chocolate syrup because uh, it's the best of chocolate syrups. For those of you who can't afford more than a <laughs> buck ninety-nine for your chocolate syrup. <laughs> oh. Bosco chocolate syrup was actually used as the blood on on several horror movies from the 60s that oh, were in black and white. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, because it was in black and white, and they couldn't tell the difference. So, Night so of, why not? Yeah, so why not? Right. And Night of the Living Dead, for example, was a poor production, so they could not afford Hershey's chocolate syrup. So they bought Bosco chocolate syrup for when your kids are crying for ice cream. And you have fourteen cents in your pocket. Bosco chocolate syrup, please.
0: Bosco dear. chocolate syrup for when you want to pretend it's blood in a black <laughs> in a black and white movie. That's fantastic. Oh, I just searched for Bosco chocolate syrup. Um, here is a Bosco milk. Uh, t-shirt from sweet memories vintage cheese <laughs> they actually have one. i really want to get you that t-shirt now oh, that is fantastic i love that so incredibly much you know what i want to do like we should do brands that uh have gone away or something oh like there's that there's tons There's of them. There's so many, I know. But
1: they should be our new sponsor. Like, every single week, we're just like, brought to you by uh, Geritol. That's what
0: I was thinking. We should do, like, uh, 10 minutes and uh, see if we can bore everybody out of their minds by doing this. Like, uh, I'll just talk, 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 and then you'll have, I'll say, brought to you by this sponsor, and you can read one of the yeah. brands that have gone out of by business. By blimpy
1: <laughs> subs for the <laughs> when you want to taste the 80s before Subway was a thing. Blimpy's subs
0: by blockbuster video for (laughs) when you can wait three days for that favorite movie
1: do you want the vhs even though you have a betamax player blockbuster video ladies and gentlemen
0: brought to you by kodak for (laughs) when you take your picture and you don't want to see it for a few days
1: oh brought to you by kodak man that's fantastic are they still
0: a company no that's why i searched for the ones that have gone out of business oh this one's gonna make you sad Brought to you by Toys R Us Oh no, that's where so Where parents sad. have been bringing their kids as free daycare for so many yep. years
1: If you want something to do on a Saturday Let and your you, kid
0: run around our store
1: And you're tired of having you know, other kids approach them at the park with a whole bunch of their chicken pox Go to Toys R Us we have Jeffrey the gigantic giraffe. We have
0: not sanitized our toys in three years. <laughs> they
1: haven't been cleaned since 1977.
0: Toys are us. Welcome to Toys R Us.
1: I hope I'm glad these aren't like real companies anymore because we'd have like eight lawsuits. Oh today.
0: yeah, we're fine. They're out of <laughs> we're, business. We're fine. They're not gonna oh boy. <laughs> Wait, I was just reading through this one about the I was gonna say this next one, but now they reopened. Which one is that? Payless Shoe Source. I was going to make fun of Payless, but they closed in 2019 and reopened in 2020. Good job, Payless. Wow. Way to go. Way to
1: shut down for those eight months to restructure. That'll sell more Nikes.
0: Welcome to the Gary and Jesse Talk About Stuff podcast, where we talk about stuff. We will chase rabbit trails. We will tell you about sermons. We will tell you about events. We'll tell you how to find out more information about living water, and we will show you that there is a god glimpse in the midst of all of it somewhere underneath all of our rambling you will see a picture of jesus why is that jesse
1: because we believe that jesus christ can be found in every square inch of our creation and that is what we as pastors are called to do point out his presence in everything we do or say uh, because the holy spirit is always with us Um, and in that you will probably also hear some stuff about basketball marvel movies occasional football as well
0: absolutely um especially 90s basketball may yep. I remind you of that yep and now we're gonna go to our uh reporter on the field who is brought to you by <laughs> brought to you by sports authority <laughs> founded in 1987 closed in 2016 They have the name brand apparel all at prices that you can't afford. Just a little bit higher than finding it online. Mm. You can go to the store. Yeah. And be overcharged for your favorite brand of t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. If you want tap out UFC wear at extremely inflated prices, Sports Authority. Go
0: to Sports Authority, your local authority on sports.
1: <laughs> Man, I hope that was their actual catchphrase <laughs> at some point.
0: We uh, So we had a project when I was in, I'm going to say a junior at Dort. We had mm-hmm. a project where we had to come up with like a business plan. And we all kind of liked sports, so we made, oh, uh, what was the name of it? It was, like, the first letter of all of our names. Mm. It was, like, Sports Den or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think I was 99, so I was way at the end, D-E-N. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had a couple of, oh, that's why, because everybody else had a D, like, D-Boer, D-Young. Like, they were uh, yeah. that name. And so I added in the N for Sports Den. And we talked about how we could be better than Sports Authority, better than Shields, all that kind of stuff. And we got, like, a C, I think. Well, uh, in
1: hindsight, you actually should have got a better grade because, from my knowledge, uh, your company is technically still around. Mm. And Sports Authority is not. Boom. We beat Sports
0: Authority, so take that.
1: (laughs) Sports Authority, D-minus in the business classes at Dort College.
0: You did not win. (laughs) No, they did not. (laughs) They did not win. Um, We should probably get serious here for a little bit because we're supposed to do that. Uh, What did you talk about yesterday? Let's get serious, Jesse. Come on now. The
1: seriousness brought to you by Geritol. (laughs) For those of you who are suffering from tired blood, and if you need more iron in your diet, spring for a bottle of Geritol.
0: They're not out of... Commission.
1: Geritol, America's number one tonic.
0: This serious moment brought to you by (laughs) Sears, Roebuck and Company.
1: We used to have
0: magazines. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really enjoying this. uh, It's funny. We should do that with bands. Oh, we should. Bands that are no more. Yeah, yeah. Brought to you by you.
1: Brought to you by Ram Jam. Who remembers Black Betty? (laughs) Actual band and Wait, actual NSYNC
0: song might be around again, so well, I know, don't use InSync. I
1: know one of them's alive and another one of them's fat. That's what the I reason know. I
0: thought of them. <laughs> one of <them's> fine. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. The reason I thought of that was because you know, here's a random little bit of trivia, so that you can say, "Hey, that was worth listening to that podcast." Their name was from the last letter of everybody's name. No kidding. No kidding. Did not I'm know that. Almost Positive <laughs> about that. <laughs> now you made me question it. What's
1: the uh, What's the one who's famous? His name Justin, uh, Justin Timberlake.
0: Yeah, so he had n. So he's in.
1: In-sync. He's in
0: sync. In sync. How do you spell in sync? In apostrophe,
1: ampersand, ampersand? pound ampersand?
0: sign. In sync created. Oh no, I'm wrong. Oh,
1: oh that's not good. What
0: NSYNC happened? sync created their name after Timberlake's mother commented on how in sync the group's Singing voices were... Oh, wait! I think I might be okay. The group's name is also a play on the last letter of each of the initial members' names. Hmm. Justin, Chris, Hmm. Joey, Jason, and JC. That is... The last letter of all of those, and you get... Insane. That is incredible. Isn't weird. that great? I'm so happy. With I would have been right. extremely
1: impressed if it was only the last letters of their names, but since it was like Justin's mom who's like, You boys are so insane. You boys are
0: so insane. They're like, Oh, oh mom, mom,
1: that's great. Let's oh, do it.
0: Oh, mom, Delilah.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Delilah, yeah, <laughs> it's a,
0: that's his mom's name. Is it really? Tell I don't me, know. tell me, I'm it's his mom's name. It. Let's go, let's go find out. Justin Timberlake's mom.
1: I know we're supposed to get serious here, but what did we do Lynn. before Google? Oh, Lynn, I was so Lynn. Close. ah, well, that's. Oh. It has, like, three letters in common. Man. What What did we do before Google? Did people on podcasts just have encyclopedias next hey, to them?
0: let's chase this rabbit trail. Like, people are not as smart anymore, I heard, somewhere. Yeah. Because you don't have to know anything. No, you, you don't. You don't have to store anything in your brain. All you got to do is know where to find it. Yep. And most of it's on the internet.
1: And what's going to happen when the internet goes down? We're actually going to have to use books and stuff.
0: You're going to have, like, you can have it, like, imprinted in your hand. And all you got to do is, like, have the information in there. Like a smart drive in your hand or something. It's shockingly frightening, but I I don't
1: disagree with what you're saying.
0: It's like Tom Cruise, Minority Report. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. I do enjoy that movie. Anyway. This moment of seriousness brought (laughs) (laughs) brought to you by... Where is it? McCall's Magazine, brought oh. to you by oh, man. Packard. Tele, uh, oh. No, they make cars. Packard, for
1: when you really can't afford that Nash automobile. Oh,
0: here's a good one, brought to you by Tab. Tab
1: Cola. Sugar
0: free Cola.
1: America's oh, number calorie. one diet soda before Diet Coke. Enjoy yeah. Tab Cola for if you're Austin Powers, your soda of choice.
0: Brought to you by Jordash jeans jordash. we have jeans
1: oh man jordash i remember jordashes from when i was a young young kid
0: um yeah did you wear them or are they just for girls
1: they are just for girls oh. and i did not wear them good job for a couple of reasons <laughs> uh number one not a girl number two even if i was way too expensive
0: yeah i remember them being really expensive yep, yep. brought to you by ask jeeves you remember Ask Jeeves? The, the Yahoo
1: Jeeves? before Yahoo. It was
0: before Yahoo. They were way ahead of their time. Yep.
1: And then they got switched to Ask.com. And yep, now I remember that? Like, now let's I think just
0: simplify.
1: You know, I think they're like the the home website for like Arnold's motor parts or something. <laughs> I have no idea what ask is anymore. <laughs>
0: it's probably uh let's let's look it up. At the risk of finding something not good. Yeah. Ask it. oh it's, oh, it's uh, still it's a thing. Still a thing. Ask.com. And so then why can they say that ask jeeves died or cuz ask jeeves died i guess it yeah. just turned into ask huh how about that huh this moment of seriousness brought to you by yahoo yahoo they're still around. still around what is that what are they talking about Look at, huh. Oh, here, listen to this. This is from thestreet.com, so I can cite my source. Yeah. Originally called Jerry and David's Guide to the World Wide Web.
1: Jeez, really? How about that? That would that not be
0: rolls off the tongue. right off the tongue. Yahoo was started at Stanford University in 1994 by mm. electrical engineering grad students Jerry Yang and David Philo. Mm. Jerry and David. It grew rapidly during the 90s, its stock price peaking at over $118 in 2000. Wow. And then it plummeted yeah. to around $8 in 2001 when the dot, 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 com dot com bubble burst. Huh. In 2017, Verizon purchased it, merging it with AOL and rebranding it as Oath. That's a lie. That, that is that a lie. lie?
1: Yeah, it's, Yahoo like, is Yahoo's, still a thing. Absolutely. That's still a website. Like, like, I blatantly. just type
0: it right in and it goes right to it. Yeah. I so do know what that article, The Street, is talking about.
1: So it's supposed to be oath. I guess Dot it's com?
0: oath.com? Well, if I type in oath.com, it sends me to yahooinc.com. So. Well. Apparently they're all under a big conglomerate.
1: That's. This is sad. what Jesse
0: hates. Like they're all under one big umbrella. I really do. There's like
1: nine corporations that rule the world, man. Like, one of them, Amazon. For one of them, actually, is Amazon. Yeah, like it owns just a bunch of stuff now. We
0: love you. Don't shut us down. Yeah,
1: Yeah. (laughs) I say that, and they're going to be fine. They're the ones who own all the software to do what we're currently doing. So So there is that. I mean, yeah, like we will always pay homage to our royal overlords. Thanks, Jeff Bezos.
0: <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, sorry. Let's move on from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse gets too angry. Yeah, right. So, Jesse, what was your sermon about yesterday? Let's get serious. That's right. So
1: let's. Uh, what we talked about yesterday was the final part of our three-part series on kind of uh, going back to our roots. The idea was we've all had a tough 16, 18 months, whatever it is. So let's uh, take a breath, recenter on who we are as a church. And we've been using the, uh, our mission statement as kind of a guideline, which is seek to follow Jesus by loving God and loving others. And last week was our last part of that series, which was loving others and how to do that well. So we took Acts 4, the early church's kind of inspiration, and talked about how, you know, they cared for one another, how they, they shared things with one another, they fellowshipped, they prayed, they ate together, both out of desire for Christ and necessity for their own protection and safety. But the, the very first thing that they always did was put the Lord first, and it was their belief in Christ that united them above all else. And so the takeaway was we as a church are called, yes, to care for one another. Yes, we're called to eat together, fellowship together. But really we're called to be united in Christ, regardless of the differences that separate us. So, um, yeah, it was basically a message about togetherness and how we as a church can move forward uh, under the banner of Jesus. So that was yesterday.
0: And knowing what unites us there, right? Yep, exactly it. Did you say you looked at Acts 4?
1: Yeah, we looked at Acts 4 uh, 32 through 37. It's a story about uh, how, the, how they oh, shared nice. with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also used part, pieces of Acts 2, you know, the, the description of the early church. We mm-hmm. used uh, pieces of Acts 24 about why they were called the way, that kind of stuff. Did
0: you, uh, in your research of the early church, what did you find out? What did you, what caught your attention about the early church this time? Because that gets, I guess, held up, right? Like that gets, uh, sort of idolized. Yeah. Like, oh, if we could just be exactly like them. Right. Um, what caught your attention as you were researching the early church this time?
1: Well, a couple of things uh, this time, because, you know, I like the I like history. So I'm always researching mm. primarily acts because I think it's a fantastic book. But there's two things that really caught my eye, which was the reminder, which we knew already. But the reminder of how this wasn't necessarily a um, a church initially. It was just a sect. It was an offshoot of Judaism and was treated as such, both in terms of hating You know, the Jews didn't like them because they weren't Pharisees, Sadducees or scenes and the Roman Empire didn't like them because, you know, of Jesus. So they were an offshoot of Judaism. Mm. But what also caught my eye that I think we constantly forget in terms of loving one another is how they held one another accountable, mm-hmm. even to the point of death. Right. Because uh, who
0: is it that didn't give? Oh,
1: Ananias and Sapphira. Right, yep, right, right. In Acts 5. Right. And we quoted that as well, which is the early church, the expectation was that you're supposed to give everything you have so that the community of the church can flourish. Well, Ananias, he sits there, he sells his piece of land, and he keeps some of the profit for himself, and his wife knows about it. And Peter confronts him. And says, You can't do this, you're from the devil. And Ananias falls down dead and his wife does later, right? Falls down dead. And what I focused on was not necessarily the fact that, you know, he died. It also wasn't the fact that, oh, we're being called to sell everything like the early church was, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why I don't think that we can a hundred percent be like the early church, because right. we'd all be in communal different context, living different right. context. Mm-hmm. But focused on the idea of they held each other accountable and in very intense ways. That's how much they not only believed in Christ, but loved one another to say, you have to be better in this way. Mm -hmm. You know, and we constantly forget that about the early church. We think it's about hearts and rainbows and skipping around and happiness. And it wasn't
0: at all. It was uphill, obviously. I really caught on to what you said about being hated by both sides, right, being in the quote-unquote middle there. I think that's something that we kind of gloss over that we don't realize as we sit here so many years later in uh, ability to worship freely and the ability to have that kind of freedom. That's not something they existed in, right? And yeah. so persecution from a couple different sides was yeah. really kind of forcing them to go underground a lot of times, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, And the persecution really kind of launched in, after some of these early chapters, right? So four, five, six, we kind of yeah. see some stuff happening, but then isn't Stephen martyred here? Yeah, really
1: the, quick the stone. I think it's in six. Uh, yep, it's, looks like it's in six. And so you know, he gets stoned, yeah. and of right. course, he gets stoned in the ultimate way. By and by that, I mean it's these two groups coming together over their mutual hatred of this underground church, because it right. makes a point to say Saul was there. And who was Saul? Well, Saul was both a Jew, he was a Pharisee, and he was a Roman. And it was these two groups kind of convening in him mm-hmm. um, and just saying, we need to kill these guys. Right. We're done. And we think that the early church had it easy because they were living this great communal existence, and they did not have it easy at all. Right. A lot of persecution by a lot of different groups. Right. So
0: I think it's interesting that I'm just scrolling through uh, Stephen's, uh stoning and then chapter 8 begins with and Saul approved of their killing him Mm -hmm. and then it launches into on that day a great persecution broke out and all except the apostles were scattered Mm -hmm. and isn't that part of God using a difficult thing a horrible thing To spread, to do something incredible, right? Like, that's what he does, of course. Yep,
1: and there's always that question, right? Like, we talked about this a month, a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Why do bad things happen? Well, sometimes God lets bad things happen so that the exact same thing like the early church can happen, so his message is spread. So, yeah, that's what we talked about on Sunday. I thought it went very well. So, how about here in Orange City?
0: uh that moment of seriousness was brought to you by uh <laughs> today's famous birthdays. Okay. Um Meatloaf turned 74 today. Ah, so,
1: Paradise by the Dashboard Lights.
0: He uh decided to sponsor us for his birthday. Thank you, Meatloaf. That was a flat out lie. You have
1: been amazing in Fight Club as Bob.
0: Um Meatloaf has no idea that we exist and that he is being mentioned. Today. To
1: be fair, I don't think most people have any idea that Meatloaf still exists. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. I
0: mean, t- you know, if it goes one way, it goes the other way. It goes both. Yeah, way. When, you, when know, your
1: yeah, two best know. songs are in 78 and 90, I don't think that. He's
0: 74 years old. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he's an old man. You know man. who turned 37 today? Hmm. Singer Avril Lavigne. Wow. 37 years old. Wow. How about that? She is awful. Yeah. <laughs> Just awful. Sorry, Avril, if yeah, you're listening. If you're listening, you, she, to, Just, Jesse thinks you're awful. And
1: also, we don't think a lot of the world remembers meatloaf. Who remembers Avril
0: Levine? She's saying that great hit, "Skater Boy." She was a,
1: he was skater a skater boy. boy. But he was she, a skater boy. But she said, "See you later, boy."
0: I would like you to keep because because uh, he wasn't good enough for boy her. Lyrics. Can you? How far can you go?
1: I got that one down. He was a skater boy. She said, "See you later, boy," because he wasn't good enough for her. Something, something tabletop. (laughs) I have no idea. That's all I remember.
0: You got got three lines in. That was pretty good. Yep. Uh, You're singing the chorus, by the way. Yes. Yes. The song starts with this: "He was a boy. She she was was a girl. girl.
1: (laughs) Yeah, terrible. Can I
0: can I make it any more obvious? Uh. (laughs) He was a punk." She did ballet. What more can I say? <laughs> Jesse just quit. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> when we start singing Skater Boy, when we start reciting Skater Boy on this podcast, Jesse decides that that is... That's that's it. He can't the, go any further. There is a Marlon
1: Brando quote in Apocalypse oh, now, now we're going to Marlon Brando. There's a Marlon Brando quote in Apocalypse Now that perfectly typifies exactly what I feel about Avril Levine's Skater Boy and I quote the horror. <laughs> the horror. <laughs> That is it. That's Just it. That's the it. worst are the worst lyrics of all time.
0: Don't lie to me. You have Avril Lavigne CD at home. I bet you listen to it. I all like that the you time. assume that she has one CD. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one. Yeah, I that, mean, like that one that she that made. one CD. Right. Why didn't they ever make single CDs? Like, did they make? one song on a cd or is that just a waste of a cd
1: no they they did that on 45s and like you don't have any 60s.
0: singles i don't think so like no. that would be a waste of a cd I yeah i would assume so you remember burning cds did you ever burn CDs? oh yeah man like yeah. put yeah. Uh, all your favorite songs on the napster
1: dude i was downloading all kinds of illegal stuff right? when i was a kid like, that was like a thing it was napster was it was morpheus it was Kaza.
0: There was another one, There was a lot of illegal downloads. LimeWire was a big one for a while. Illegal downloads music yeah. in the, like, what, 2000s? Yeah, in the
1: 2000s. I was going to say, are you just typing in illegal downloads yeah, for Yeah, that'll music? bring me back like, to,
0: like, here's from thenextweb.com, a nostalgic look back at the digital music piracy in the 2000s. This became, like, a thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Which I would argue now it's, like, so simple. Oh, I remember this screen. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Of the picture of the progress and the rate yeah. and yeah. the file size. Oh, yeah. And it would
1: take eight minutes to oh, download yeah. a four-minute song.
0: You had to download for a long time. That was Terrible. all Nabster. Yep. Tell me another. Uh, Win Kazza Shazam. Truly old school. IRC. Mm. I don't remember IRC. No. Audio Galaxy. I remember that. Wow, and now we have things like Spotify that makes it so simple. Yeah, I don't think we could get by without Spotify at our house. We use it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's just a shame that Metallica had to kill wet Napster because they were just—is that
0: who really kind of did it? Yeah,
1: it was Lars Ulrich. He's all like, "We're not making enough money off my downloads." Yeah, and then—is that really just, how he sounds? If you well, that's how James Hetfield, the lead singer, sounds. I wanna, like.
0: I wanna hear a little bit more of that. So, Can you uh, give us a, a brand that died? In Lars Lars's voice.
1: Um so I'll, I'll
0: let me come look up with another one. Yeah brands we'll that have gone one. away. Yeah. Uh, uh <laughs> oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> um uh, Vine. Oh Vine,
1: yeah. Vine yeah.
0: has gone away.
1: Yeah, for those of you who do not want to go ahead and get the TikTok, yeah. We got the Vine <laughs> for you. yeah. That's exactly how James <laughs> Hetfield sings. That was if great. If you listen to any Metallica songs, it's all like, "Hey, I It's so great. It's fantastic. I, I love Metallica. That. I really
0: enjoyed that. Anyway, um, what did we talk about in Orange City? Yep. I have to rewind my brain all the way back. You would have loved this one. It was about uh covenant and covenant language and mm-hmm. we Started the school year uh, kind of wondering or asking, like, how do we set some foundations about what we believe? Uh, How do we kind of talk about some of the basics of Reformed faith without really putting it in your face? Uh, And we talked about Genesis and how Genesis has creation, relationships, uh, that first sin, of course, and then the sin that flows through all of us, so we call it total depravity. And then we kind of worked our way up to this covenantal language. Mm. And uh, Abram, if you remember Abram, who later became Abraham, uh, he had a lot to do with sort of solidifying some of these covenants that God made with him. And so I looked at Genesis 15. Uh, this is one of my favorites. I'm actually thinking I did it in Sheldon a few months ago. Um And kind of use some of the same format here about the ram and the heifer getting cut in half Mm. and Abram making or God making the covenant with Abram. But then Abram sleeping in the corner and God passing through in order to prove and solidify, hey, it's me. That's going to hold up your end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's God that's going to not only initiate the covenant, but hold up the covenant. And so that was kind of our launching point for talking about the covenant language and talking about why we do baptism, uh, why we do uh, communion, all of that kind of good stuff. So it set the stage pretty good for talking about communion next week, too, I think. Gotcha. Um, I cut a pinata in half. Mm. Uh, in order to show, Hey, this is what it would be like. And somebody told me yesterday, I should have done this, like filled it with like ketchup or, uh, (laughs) Bosco chocolate syrup or something like that. So that you could see how bloody this act was that Abram had to do. Um, but the, the funny thing is I asked my kids like, Hey, can I use your stuffed animal? And none of them let me because uh, they realized Genesis 15 and what was going to happen. Right. And I you actually did like a little mini sermon on that because I thought it was really cool. I want to dive into this at some point. Like, so God sacrificed his creation. God's in love with his creation. Don't forget that. Like just a couple chapters ago in Genesis, we talked about uh, I created this and it was good. And he saw all that he created and it was good. And so for him to say, go ahead and cut this heifer, this goat, this ram in half, like that's sacrificing, right? That's him saying, okay, go for it. And I also think all of that covenant language starts to sort of set the stage for Jesus, right? Like it sets the stage for what's going to happen to Christ. Not that he's going to get cut in half, but he's going to... Uh, face that kind of persecution, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of suffering. And so there were a lot of little uh, Easter eggs, little God glimpses. And that always gets me excited when we have those kind of things happening. So it was a full understanding of what in the world is this covenant word and why is it so important? Because that's going to be a foundation. Yeah. As you go through the rest of the Old Testament and the New Testament, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The 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 covenant is such a huge part of all of our theology, right? right. I mean, in Reformed tradition, we actually call it covenantal theology. Right, right. The idea of God's covenant, you know, is now the covenant in Jesus Christ. But mm-hmm. that, that traces all the way, you know, the, well, it traces all the way back to Adam and Eve. But as far right. as Abram and whatnot, yeah, this is pretty much the start of it. Give or take right. is is when he shows to Abraham, Abram and says, "I'm going to give this to you." And the question that always comes to my mind is, "Why? Why that guy?"
0: Right. I it, wrote that on my notes too. Like, why Abram? Why Abram? Out of all people, out right?
1: Of the millions of people alive at that point. Right. Why? Why out of all people? And the answer is because it's God. Right. I mean, he just right. his decision. I don't know why. Right. But he just isn't did. that
0: kind of cool. Like, so he's actually out of Shem's family line. Yeah. Um. Those were the sons of Noah, if you remember that. Um, So Shem, and then a whole, this is in chapter 11 that you see from Shem to Abram, Mm -hmm. and traced all the way down there to Terah, who is Abram's dad. And I remember Randy Rasmussen giving me a little sermon stuff on Terah, because in verse 31... Of chapter 11, Terah took his son, Abram, his grandson, Lot, daughter-in-law, Sarai, the wife of his son, Abram, and together they set out from Ur to go to Canaan. Mm -hmm. So they were, whether this was God-ordained or whether they just decided to, they were setting out to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Yeah. The point being, like... Could the promise have God been for Terah? And was Terah asked to go to Canaan to do all of these incredible things that Abram did? But whether he just got tired, he got bored, he got lazy, they just settled in Haran rather than going all the way to Canaan.
1: Yeah, they never made it there. Right?
0: And then look at how incredible... Uh, Abram's story is and how he gets included in so many uh, New Testament examples, especially the Hebrews Hall of Fame Mm -hmm. uh, for the faith or whatever. But I guess the point being there, like, what do you miss out on when you don't follow all the way through on God's asking, right? like, absolutely.
1: Something like that? I mean, imagine what would have happened if if Abram himself, I mean, I think, is it... uh genesis 12 where he's like i'm gonna turn you into a great nation the lord says to abram right and imagine if abram would have went nah i'm good right
0: and just like it just eh, said
1: no nah, yeah. it's gonna be a lot of hard work because you know he tells him later that his people are going to be 400 years in the right. slavery and that just sounds terrible and imagine if abram would have said no I'm i'm okay
0: what would he have missed out on, obviously, exactly. right? And, and we
1: and, believe that, you know, the the Holy Spirit prod him to say yes. And right. And he wouldn't have said no. But, I mean, just for a hypothetical what if. Right. You know, you miss out on a lot when you don't follow God's will.
0: Absolutely. And so being able to follow all the way through is part of that Abram story, too, I think. And yeah. Tara's story as well. Yep, exactly. Um, and there's just so much. Like, that was just one pick out of Abram's. Big, huge story. Yeah. Uh, but I really think what I kind of tried to lean on pretty hard yesterday was, yeah, Abram did incredible things and got asked to do incredible things. But it's not about Abram. It's yeah. about God. And yeah. it's about God choosing Abram, like you said, just because God. Yeah. Why did he choose Abram? Just yep. because God. Yep. And how did that covenant get made? Because God. Yeah. And all of these incredible stories uh, that Abram was able to be a part of were really God's story. And that's kind of our realization today yet, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this is part of a series that you're doing, right? Right. We're just going through all of
0: Genesis. Well, not all of Genesis. Like We're skipping uh, just to the main, some big ones or whatever you want to say. Gotcha. Um, Yep. What are you doing after your foundations on
1: so we're uh, ne- starting next week we're actually doing a five-parter on uh, prayer oh, and you know part of prayer is praying the word so we're actually going to be looking at not only how to pray why we pray we're going to be using uh scripture to inform us on oh, nice. when we should pray and mm-hmm. And kind of the who, what, when, what, how, why questions of prayer mm-hmm. and uh, using scripture as a basis for some of that for the mm-hmm. next five weeks. And then after the prayer one, uh we're gonna be right into the Thanksgiving season basically yeah. already. I was wondering if it's you Christmas, wanted, so. We gotta join
0: up on one here yeah. pretty soon. So probably do that. Yep. In November,
1: yeah, that's my guess, and then we're we're off to Christmas, and right? Then it's Advent, so yay Christmas! Yep, and uh, hopefully, it's a better Christmas this year than last year.
0: Oh, yeah, it'll yep. be fine. Yeah,
1: it'll be fine.
0: So. This uh, moment of seriousness brought to you by Tower Records. Tower Records, if you want a CD <laughs>
1: and
0: you can't find it anywhere else. You might be able to find it at Tower Records.
1: If you don't illegally want to download your songs, and Amazon is still selling only books,
0: (laughs) Tower (laughs) Records. You can go to Tower Records.
1: Remember when Amazon sold only books?
0: Oh, yeah. I I remember being in... For sure, seminary, maybe even college, mm-hmm. and having Amazon like bookmarked—that was a thing. Yep. Um, because that's where you went. Like that was the bookstore. Yeah. And yeah, you could like try to get it like from the yep. school bookstore, but you're probably going to pay more. Yep. And it's probably going to be sold out. So yep. if you can think ahead, then go to Amazon.
1: Bought a lot of seminary books off of Amazon.com. Man, I
0: did. Yep. And then didn't they start, like, I think they might actually still have this, where you can, like, buy it under the umbrella of Mm -hmm. a school, and then they get, like, a certain percentage or something like that.
1: Tell you what, is it... What a good idea. Is it Bezos who still runs that thing?
0: Yeah, you just yeah. said it was. Yeah, ago yeah, he's Bezos. Like I always confuse him
1: and Elon Musk. I can't remember which They're one which actually
0: one. the same person. Yeah, that's kind of what I think, um, right? Like, Yeah, like, I know, like, everybody thinks, like, oh, that guy owns that. That guy owns that. Uh, no, they're, they're the same person.
1: Uh, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are both, like, racing to get the first people in space <laughs> now, like, that aren't from NASA. And I'm like... Dude, don't you do guys, guys know
0: you're the same person. Don't you guys just like hang out and do stuff together? They should. I like can imagine them hanging out. What do they? What do they talk about?
1: I. I what would you talk about? Like Teslas are great. Well, Amazon can deliver Teslas. How much money to you Yeah. Have? Well, Teslas have to deliver the products from Amazon. And yeah. Then, well, bray,
0: bray, bray, I have bray, more bray. money.
1: Yeah, I have more money.
0: Do you know one of them's worth two
1: hundred billion dollars?
0: Of course, they are. Like at that point, billion. like billion. Does, does it even matter? Like, right. After, like, a number I can't comprehend, like, what do you do then? You can not feel guilty when you go out to eat? Like, dude, I am so excited. When you have that, that much money.
1: I am so excited that I have eight bucks in my pocket that I, <laughs> that I legitimately <laughs> I get the, the Jimmy pay. John's like, sandwich today. Oh,
0: hey, you know, I like, think I can afford hey, a Jimmy yeah, John's sandwich get just,
1: today. And having $200 billion in you your pocket. You can go to Jimmy
0: John's like all the time. Dude, you could
1: buy all of the Jimmy John's wow. and still have $198 billion left over.
0: I wonder over. how many times they go out to eat. How many times do you think a rich person like that goes out to dude, eat? Dude, every day. Wouldn't Are, you like just eat out all the time? How
1: do you wake up in the morning being with $200 billion and going, well, these buck 95 eggs will satiate me till lunch?
0: (laughs) Like, that doesn't happen. Do you think you have to get sick of going out to eat at some point, don't you? You would assume. And so then you stay home and make a peanut butter jelly? I guess. If you're Elon Musk, you have somebody make it for you.
1: I just can't picture someone like Bill Gates making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I wonder if
0: he's ever had a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Right?
1: Like, he's got pictures in his house that change depending on which family <laughs> member's in the room. I don't foresee him going, hmm, Welch's or strawberry <laughs> preserves this morning?
0: I like Jif better. Do I,
1: do I want chunky
0: or smooth?
1: Like, that's not... He probably he has, like
0: actual like organic like he makes the peanut butter somebody makes oh, it for him oh or yeah something like he's, that. he's
1: got he's got four people in his basement literally stamping on peanuts full time <laughs> paying him 65k a year just to make his four peanut butter jelly sandwiches a, a year
0: i only have one more question yeah what in the world are we talking about? I have about? no idea. Where did we go? Ever since Welcome Bosco to the Chocolate Gary Syrup. Gary and Jesse this... talk about stuff podcast. We yeah. apologize in advance for all the time you are wasting.
1: This apology brought to you by this BlackBerry. Is... <laughs> for when you want a cellular telephone with buttons too small for your big old fingers. Oh, yeah, BlackBerry. To push those buttons. oh man it was impossible those things were awful
0: so. uh we better get out of here yeah mostly what did we talk about we talked about what the services are coming up uh, what the series are gonna look like what we're in at the moment what kind of events are coming up we're hitting like september october yep. here
1: we've got uh well we've got thanksgiving i know that's like seven eight weeks away but we're gonna we got do a
0: worship service worship combined service combined here in yep. orange city yep 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 all, yep um
1: aside from that just remember sunday school is happening adult sunday school is happening at both campuses
0: yep. um hang out
1: Yep, and kind of looking forward to the holidays. So we kind of have not necessarily a chill time here, but we've got a, a about a month to kind of breathe because the holidays tend to get busy for everybody. So
0: And don't forget that singer Mark Calderon of Color Me Bad is 51 today. Hey. So reach out to Mark Calderon of Color Me Bad and yep. wish him a happy birthday. He's
1: currently a Goodyear tire salesman yeah. in Yonkers, New York. <laughs> so well done color me bad
0: color me bad with two d's by the way that's correct color me bad yep absolutely Uh, anything we're missing i think we got her covered. all right make sure to go to forallwhothirst.com they that website itself is smarter than we are yes and so there's all kinds of good stuff that you're going to need to know from there so you can find out how to give online You can find out what's coming up on the calendar. You can listen to past sermons. You can listen to past podcasts because I can tell how much you love listening uh, to Color Me Bad and (laughs) discussions on that kind of thing. So make sure that you go figure that out and go check all of that good information out. Anything else, Jesse? I think we're good. All right. Love your
1: face. Love your face.
0: This delayed outro
1: brought to you by Millie Vanilli. (laughs) Did I hit it? I it, have no I idea. It.
0: I did it though. <laughs> I did it though. That's not fair. I did it. I had it pulled up ready to go.
1: Millie Vanilli for when your Grammy winners can't really sing. Millie <laughs> Vanilli. On.
0: Come on, come on. and come uh, there we go. Yeah brought to you by Blo- <laughs> Blockbuster.
1: flawless outro.